and welcome to the Biggest Baby Podcast. If you've seen our vlogs, this is just going to be more of the same as we explore and discuss everything Las Vegas. So welcome back to the Biggest Baby Podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who's joined us so far. This is episode five, I think, um, if I can do basic maths. Um, I will say that you're stuck just with the two of us this week, me and Michael. Um, big thanks to Matt and Simon, who were our guests in the last couple of weeks. Uh, the plan is that we are going to um, interject the weeks, just with some weeks, me and Michael, and other weeks with guests too. So um Apologies if we're not as entertaining as our last two guests, but if if we're not, it's all Michael's fault. Yeah, I thought you'd say that. I, I'll I'll have you know that I'm stuck with you bloody every day, and it's uh, a delight from experience. I was gonna say, and you wouldn't have it any other way, would you? Well, I mean, it's that I don't really get much option, is it? You know, so um, I, I I just can't even con- I just can't even perceive conceive of a of a life without you. So take that as you will. I'm, you know what? I'm going to take that as a compliment and I'm going to mm. run with it. It wasn't necessarily how it was intended, but whatever <laughs> makes you happy. I don't care. That's how I'm hearing it, so I'm going to take it with that. Fair enough. You do that. Um, right. So I think I know what's coming up next. It's going to be the Vegas sound. And I, before that I play that, I just want to gloat for a moment. I'm just going to take a moment to gloat that I am on a run. I have got the last two. Fair enough. One was with Matt's kind of um, assistance, <laughs> even though it was all Matt, but never mind. But last week I was on it and I got it. Mm. Um, uh, Simon, Simon backed me up last week, but I got it. So I'm on a roll. I'm on a roll. I'm happy with myself. You see, I've been feeling really, really bad for you, to be perfectly honest, because obviously you started off getting these completely and utterly wrong, not even getting close. Um, and then Matt got one fear out of, you know, what I can only presume was pity. Um, and then last week, it was so, I made it so easy for you that even you must have been thinking, you know, that you can't take any any real pride out of it. So You know what? So, so you know, like I said, I've been feeling bad for you. And so I've made this second, this this clip this week. is It's still very, very easy. Um, and I'm still expecting you to actually really get it, but it's, I've reduced it down for nine seconds, which you know was you know, like I say, just you couldn't possibly take any pride out of that. Really, um, yeah, back down to one second. You know what? You couldn't just give me it, could you? No, well, I am. You know, I'm, no, you're not. <laughs> no, this isn't giving me it. This is telling me that you'd deliberately made it easy, and I would have no pride in it. You couldn't just give me it. No, I'd say I'm just trying to see it from your point of view. And, you know, I, I have been empathising with you all week, thinking, you know, have I been a little bit cruel to her there? Have I, you know, it's have I basically given really? her something that a child could get? And you know. So what you're going to do now is you're going to, in my mind, you are punishing me with something that's much harder. But in your mind, you're doing me a favour now with something much harder. Is that right? I resent the term punishment. <laughs> really? Because mm-hmm. I am going out of my way to just try to give you the pride in this that you deserve. <sighs> Here he goes. Right. Come on, hit me so with it. I'm, I, I'm the good. I, I, I want to be appreciated for this. Okay? Really? Uh-huh. So, anyway, like I say, a second long, but very easy. Okay? You'll get it immediately. 
Hmm. Play it again. So there's I, a lot of clues in there. I do feel like I recognise it, but it's just too short. Mm. Like that's, I feel like that's what a lot of people say about you, though. <laughs> I, I recognise that woman, but she's just too short. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Play it again. Shut up. Oh, I do know it as well. Mm. Well, I said that you would find it instantly recognisable, as you have. So I feel like I'm, I've, I'm doing my part yeah, but in, once, in how, restoring one your pride. But one second isn't long enough. At least three seconds. We should make them a minimum of three. Did you say that you know what it is? No, I said I recognised it. Okay, so did you say that you recognised it? But it's too short. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know, but the point is that I make these things instantly recognisable for you, and you are <sighs> confirming that they are indeed, that this one is indeed recognisable. Right, well, leave it with me. You want to hear it once more before yes, we move please. on? Yes, oh, I can, I, I know it. I, oh, oh, it's not Regal Riches, is it? Mm-hmm. Wow, well, is, is, are you, are you, are you, you know what to... I did there? I just put myself in a casino, like I visualised myself in a casino in front of a machine. And now that I've said that, I'm, it's going to be completely wrong. <laughs> but I just tried to visualise myself, like, what would I be sat in front of when that noise went off? Mm. But I don't know. Let's leave it with me. I'll see, come back to it later. See, that's a shame because, you know, you could have committed there. And... Well, no, but, I, yeah. I, I, that's my guess so far. Mm. Okay. Okay. Anyway, we will reveal the answer as usual later on, and 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 we'll see if Lindsay's pride is restored. You know what? After, You'd be gutted if I week. get it right. You'd be gutted. No, no. Listen, I'm rooting for you. That's why you I'm really? made. I'm rooting for you. That's why I've made it so instantly recognisable, <laughs> as you have confirmed. That's why you've made it a second long, is what you're saying. Well, that's the yeah, because you've got to get the pride from somewhere. You know, nine really? seconds long. Yeah, like I say, I know you. You're not going to take any real pride from that. You know, you're a very proud woman. Anyway, let's move on. What's <laughs> your? Um, have you got any news this week? I have news. Okay. <laughs> are you going to tell know? us the news, or are you just going to sit and proclaim you have news? Well, let's try the second one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, let, let's do the first one. So, Nevada casinos last month recorded a new record high revenue for the month. Can you guess what it is? Oh, no. So this is the whole of Nevada. It's not just Vegas. Right. And is it, did you say it was profit or just rev- Just revenue? Um, profit. <sighs> so this is how much the casinos won off us. Not us personally, but us <laughs> collectively. Over a month. Over the course of a month. Over the just course a of a, a February. Oh, I mean, it's it's got to be in the millions just because of the amount of people that would go there in a month. I'm liking this at the moment because it's me who has all the answers and you just kind of, you know, scratching around. I mean, I, I could pick a figure out the sky. Like, I'm gonna, I'm just going to say 50 million. 1.237 billion. Oh, my God. So the Las Vegas Strip 
uh, casinos won $712.5 million of that, which is 19% up on the same time last year. $712 million mm-hmm. in a month just that's from how, the strip casinos? Just from the, the strip casinos. That's how much they won from us. Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Hmm, that makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> I mean, I mean, obviously, we know that you know it's it's big money, and I think when I'm saying fifty million, I'm kind of thinking everyone bets the same level as me. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You kind of put yourself in that position, don't you? And go, everybody goes in there and bets one or two dollars a spin, but you forget about the you know the massive kind of poker players and the huge mm. blackjack players and the ones that are thrown in your you know the whales. The, yeah, the ones that are you know that that you see on the documentaries and whatever, and they're they're whacking you know tens of thousands down on mm. one bet. So you, you, I'm kind of completely out of that circle and and out of that loop and expect to always be <laughs> for the rest of my life. But that's that is a lot of money. I mean, mm. obviously, there's a lot to pay for in Vegas, isn't there? You know what I mean? They've got a hell of a lot to pay for. But if that's profit, mm-hmm. if that's not revenue, if that's on top of all well, of that. That's how much money they won off the gamblers. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, so anyway, that's a lot that's, of money. Yeah, it is. Like I say, it's I a record. I wonder why it's, uh, like I say, a record high. I wonder if there's um, a reason for that. I wonder if it's a, a trend over the year or whether it was a specific. I mean, there was nothing particularly. Maybe, was was it, I was going to say March Madness, but was that February, did you say? February, yeah. So it wasn't even a March Madness. No. I mean, maybe this is to do with um, coming out of a COVID, you know, and obviously this time, like last year, I mean, I, I think things were starting to to get back to kind of normal, but uh, maybe there's just been a lot more trust and people were were just kind of saving up and ready to come and maybe gamble more this year. But I mean, February is notoriously one of their quieter months as well. Mm. I mean, when you look at it, it's not one of their peak times. So it'd be interesting to see if that trend is now going to rise like every month all year. Well, it's only a record for the month. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not record overall. It's just um, for, for that particular month every year. Wow, well, mm. that's a lot of money. I'm sure I've contributed. Well, not in February, clearly, no. but I've certainly <laughs> normally in a month I do contribute my mm. bit to that. My my penny goes in that pot, usually. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, my bit of news was actually about Adele. Um, now, whether you're an Adele fan or not, it doesn't really matter, I suppose. But I know her residency caused a big stir when she was meant to be at Caesars, and then she pulled out last minute. And then when she returned, the prices were like extortionate. And um, but by all um, accounts, the show's spectacular. Um, she's really delivered on it. So I think um, her last show was meant to be last weekend, and she announced live on stage that actually she wasn't done, and she was going to do some more shows. So when I had a quick look, it said that I think she's coming back in June, July, and then again August, and then again kind of Octoberish towards the end of the year. Um, so as you know, we are due to go back to Vegas in June. So while Michael, while I was in line in bed the other morning, and Michael was lying beside me fast asleep, I thought I'd go on and register. <laughs> For Adele tickets. Now, bearing in mind, Michael has no clue who Adele is. <laughs> That's the only reason why you've brought this this piece of news <laughs> up, isn't it? Because because you want to out me for my little for my little Adele secret, which is <laughs> yeah. which is she could be sitting next to me on the bus 
and I would have no idea who she is. No idea. You, you reckon he reckons he wouldn't know what she looks like. He reckons he wouldn't know a song. So naturally, you know, to try and help him out, um, I often sing Adele songs at his, at him. Is um, that what you're doing? Yes, because I just think that you're just singing. I've got no idea that you're actually singing Adele songs at me. Yeah, and then you always just say you don't recognise them. Well, I don't because I, I'm I'm not entirely convinced that she exists. Oh, here we go. No, no, I'm not. Just because she's so, I don't know. She's just never anywhere important, is she? She's just not. <laughs> she's in Vegas. That's pretty important. Yeah, but allegedly she's in Vegas. But you know. Honestly, I, I, Michael I Michael's in his bubble, and you know he's very, very clever with certain things, and other things he's just completely oblivious to. But anyway, lying in bed the other morning because there's like a pre-registration you go on, and it's like a ballot for tickets. So anyway, I went on the other morning and thought, wouldn't it be great if we got Adele tickets? And uh, I had, Michael had to sit through it, you know, like the Country Music Awards. Um, so that was my plan, possibly led by a little bit of evil. But anyway, if we can get Adele tickets, great. If we can't, I'm not that bothered. It was one of those things that would be cool if we can. You see, we're, we're what, about 13 minutes into this thing, and, you know, we've all heard about how, you know, I was obviously looking after Lindsay's pride, and there's been certain accusations mm. made that I wasn't sincere. And, yes, yeah, she's just openly admitted to, you know, plotting against me. Uh, with 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 evil, and that's a quote, to just basically give me a miserable night. <laughs> so, I, you know, more miserable. I, think, I think we've learned a little something about, you know, who's really on whose side here. <laughs> really? Yeah. It'll be more miserable when we come out of the concert and I just sing Adele at you for the next three hours as well. Uh, it, I, I, it won't make any difference. You, you, always, you always sing something at me, <laughs> you know? Anyway, that was my news. There's, but there's another. There's um, Kelly Clarkson has announced a residency in Vegas this summer. Um, that's um, July, early August, and Madonna has added an extra date to her world tour in Vegas as well. Well, I've got a plan. So, obviously, we are going to see Madonna in October when we go. And um, my plan is that if she's so good that I just have to see her again, then we just have to go back for the next day. Which is in January, I think. January 2024 is when Can you see anything wrong with my plan? Um, It depends on... If it's tainted with evil or not, as, <laughs> it's not as evil. I'm learning, as I'm learning, many of your plans, as we are indeed role learning, many of your plans involve and indeed pivot around your your intent to do me evil. No, I think if Madonna, if Madonna, if we want to go back to see Madonna, if she's so good, then that just means you get an extra free Vegas trip. What's I, to, what's not to like? I am confident that Madonna exists. <laughs> oh well, that's good. I'm confident. You've seen her before, have you? Well, I'm I'm aware of her. Okay. So if I'm aware of her, she she must be a thing. Okay. Okay. I have to live with him, people. Just so you know, I have to and live know, with this I man. I don't think that she truly appreciates the privilege. <laughs> I definitely don't. <laughs> right. My last bit of news has caused a bit of a stir this week. Um, so if you if you on any of our social media, um, so basically the Plaza that everybody knows we love the Plaza, um, put out some potential renderings or um, basically how it's going to look the front of the Plaza when Pink Box Donuts arrives. 
Um, now, everybody knows there's been a lot of building work going on outside the plaza, and the plan is that they turn that um, corner, as you're looking at the building to the left, that corner, which previously had that little um, Studio 72, Studio 52. I always is that get still going to be there, though? I don't think so. I okay. think Pink Box is taking over that corner. So that was where it had that. There was nothing really on the outside of that. It was just kind of doors going in. Um, it's going to take that corner. And then the the lovely kind of um, circular bit in the middle is going to be um, a carousel bar. And that's what they've been working on. So the renderings came out with Pink Box, which, you know, they're not subtle. They're not discreet in any way. They are very much in-your-face graphics. And we have to say we don't know whether this is actually what the final thing will look like. Um, but it did come out, and Jonathan Jocelyn, who everybody knows who is at the plaza, basically kind of admitted in terms of this is going to be divisive. So he kind of said, love it or hate it, whatever you do, just talk about it, um, which is what we wanted to do. So we put the picture on um, our social media channels, put it on Twitter and Facebook, and just said what um what's your reaction to this just wanted to gauge a bit of reaction and see um how people came back i know michael kind of saw a few comments but he's not really like looked at the figures so basically we had over the two we we got about I mean, we did put it out a couple of days ago so i think we got about 50 comments altogether, or maybe about 60 comments actually but a lot of them were a bit tongue-in-cheek answers so i've discounted them so in terms of the ones that actually said like love it or hate it yes no whatever else um, so out of the 48 replies, 34 mm. said no. 34 said basically can't stand it. And 14 said mm. yes. It's basically a three quarters quarter split. Yep. Mm. So some of the comments that I'm going to start with the positives. Some of the comments that came from yes were um, it's really quiche. Um, it's over the top, but it's over the top Vegas style, just what Vegas is all about. Um, it's gaudy. I love it. Um, love it. Can't wait to try the donuts. Um, amazing. One scene, they should have added neon lights as well. So obviously it's not even bright enough for some, for some <laughs> people. And the lovely Kevin Alderton uh, replied, Camp AF. And I'm not going to say the word, but no. Everyone will know what AF means. Um, so he they, he loves it. He's in the yes camp. <laughs> um, in the no camp, ooh, where do we go with this? In the no camp, it was very much OTT, tacky. Um, a couple of people thought it was an April Fool's joke, a bit of an early one. Um, a lot of people saying that they thought it took away from the classic um, kind of um, historical, kind of prestigious look of the outside of the plaza. Some people said it's like a theme park. It's too much that it cheapens the plaza, um, it ruins the vibe, um, ghastly, hell no, <laughs> some of the comments <laughs> we got, um, awful, gross. Um, one person did say they felt like it was kind of, um, that it used to be fashionable to relive your birth uh, years ago and that give them that kind of um, <laughs> vibe with the big pink donut and that you're coming in and out of it. Um, so, yeah, there was, a, there was a real mix. It does seem very divisive, but certainly more on the no side at the moment than the yes side. But that might be because, first off, change is quite a, it's quite a big change, isn't it? And secondly, you just don't know whether those renderings are going to be exactly how they look. Mm. 
uh, in real life. So um, what are your thoughts, Michael? Um, you know, I've, I think I've looked at this picture about six times and I've had about six different uh, opinions on it. Um, so I've, I've thought something else, something different about it every single time. So it's very difficult for me to um, to commit to any one of them. It's certainly striking. I think we can all agree there. Um, it's going to be a talking point. Um, there's part of me which agrees with people that it's just a, might be just a little bit too much. Um, but then I kind of have to um, to almost check myself and and think well you know there, there should always be room for a little bit of you know too much in las vegas because it was it's supposed to be i mean last week we were we were talking about you know a, a, a ruin the end of a pirate shows and dragons in vegas and you know it's so it's, it's quite difficult on the one hand to say oh well you know we want those silly over the top crazy things back but we're not happy with this one you know um so yeah I, sometimes i like it sometimes I, I just think it looks awful um it's it's probably something that we can't really judge from the rendering though i think that we're just gonna have to see just wait and see what it's like I, I, but i'm neither opposed to it or or for it at the moment i've got to say i'm kind of i kind of change every time i see it there was um there was a couple of interesting comments that I thought one uh, whether this is true or not I'm not going to um put myself either way but somebody who said they were a former employee of the plaza commented saying that they in one hand they were glad that um something was actually being done to that corner it was almost a bit of a, a wasted space and they needed to make use of it and I get that completely um but the other comment that he made was that how close it's going to be to the carousel bar. So obviously the carousel bar is going to be, um, well, from what I can gather, quite classy and quite in theme with the plaza. Um, and the, whether the donut rendering is just going to be kind of a bit too much in your face and overpower it almost, I don't know. Um, another person commented saying that they actually think it's amazing, they love it, but if they just picked it up and stuck it in Link Promenade on the strip, it would be kind of perfect and that it's maybe just it's it's perfect for Vegas but maybe not perfect for the plaza mm. um so yeah I don't know it was, it was really interesting comments there was there was one lady called Veronica Murphy who I think she's on my wavelength because she said I love it and I hate it mm. and I thought yes I have the same feelings I'm the same as you when I first saw it my first instinct was oh no no, I, I didn't like what it, I was thinking. No, it's Plaza, and I don't want that to look like that, and I don't want it to be kind of commercialized. I suppose, which sounds silly for Vegas, but just kind of over commercialized for a, you know a donut shop and and whatever else. But then I looked at it again, and I, same with you, I was a little bit like, you know what, it's Vegasy, and and it might look really cool when it's on there, and so I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm kind of torn. Um, with it, it does. It does remind me a little bit of the theme park, though. If you've ever been to Universal Studios in Florida and the Simpsons area, and they've got like big pink donuts that you walk through and stuff like that, so it did remind me a little yeah. bit of that. But I think it's one of those wait and see, wait and yeah. see when it's up. It's a little bit like the Hard Rock guitar, isn't it? You know, it's kind of wait and see when it's up, see the the feeling you get from it, and then kind of go from there. But interesting, though, the 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 difference of opinion and how kind of strongly people feel about it. 
Well, that's the thing. I think it's making people feel something either way. Yeah. Um, I, I, I kind of get what people say that it's maybe it's maybe the right thing in the wrong place um, because I think that plaza is is kind of the vintage vibe. Yeah. In, in, in downtown Vegas, um, and and a lot of that is 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 starting to go, isn't it? It's you know it's um, it's just like, you know everything's starting to get very kind of modern and there's a lot of investment going on and and plaza is almost the the one kind of a, a beacon of of what vegas was yeah in that in, in like that place and it, it looks like they've kind of given up that corner to to just be something that could be anywhere you know they've almost like given up a little piece of themselves yeah um, and, and and i think that's a a bit of a shame um, but at the, the kind of same time, you know, it's it's a, a donut shop. You know, I'm not sure how upset we can really be about it. You know, yeah, and and I mean, you know, nothing's going to change. You know, but it might not. Well, it's certainly not going to be a, a permanent change. You know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. renderings well, that'll come back off again. And but the thing is, as well, nothing in Vegas ever is yeah. a permanent change. You know. So and and ultimately, if 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 it fails, if people don't use it, it'll be gone quickly. Yeah. You know? So. So, but we're not telling people to sabotage. <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't that wasn't a call to arms. <laughs> no, please don't take it that way. <laughs> and and to be fair, next time we stay there, I am looking forward to some breakfast donuts. So I'm mm. I'm uh, all for giving it a go, certainly. <laughs> anyway, I think. But, that it, but but if I could just say, you no know, Plaza, it's already got. Uh, a, a, a subway in there, a mm-hmm. Mac uh, thingies in there, hasn't it? McDonald's, yeah. in there as well. So it's already gone down that kind of commercialised route to a certain extent, just not so much in your face and certainly not yeah. the exterior, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, they've all got to. You've, you've all mm. got to provide kind of fast eats and, you know, and these type of stuff. It's just whether it, it kind of changes the, the, the look and the fa- the vibe and mm. the feel from it. But like I say, only time will tell, really. Mm. Interesting, anyway. Yeah, have you got any more news or not? No, I have not. I, I, I have little news this week. <laughs> okay, you, I was, you can't say you've got nothing much to say this week, though. Because well, listen, you know, I, like, like I said, I've been spending most of my week being concerned about your pride and, really? and, and, and how I can help you kind of nurture it after the the, the kind of cruel big blow that it took last week. Can so. anybody else be bothered with this spin? Because it's it's permanent, it's constant in my life. You see, it's just a lack of appreciation there. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. So another thing that came up this week that we thought we might discuss was, so obviously we had Simon South on the podcast last week and he was going to Vegas this week, I think. Mm. I don't know the exact day, he said. I can't remember it, but I'm sure it's this week. By the time you listen to this, he'll probably be be there. there. Yeah. And then we also spoke to another couple of vloggers that we know – to set something up with them. But anyway, we asked them, and they're all going in the next week or two weeks. Is this um, Hangovers and Hampays? Yes, there's yeah. them. And Steve Gale, I know, is going yeah. very soon and too. We love those guys. Let's give them a little nice little shout-out. You know. Yeah, definitely. So we kind of we were chatting about them, and they're all going. Obviously, they're going earlier than us. So, you know, obviously half of us wants to, like, scream and go, that's not fair, we want to go. But anyway, mm. the other half of us is um, we kind of said, oh, I feel really happy for them that, you know, they're getting back to Vegas and whatever else. And we said they must be in full 
pre-Vegas planning mode at the moment. And then we kind of started talking about, well, actually, what is pre-Vegas planning mode? And what do you actually do to prepare yourself before Vegas? Now, we're not talking about, like, you know, get your passport ready, make sure you've got your Esther, make sure you've got your dollars. We're not talking about anything like that. We're not even talking about, like, you know, like practical stuff, like have you got new trainers or comfortable trainers or, you know, chapstick or whatever. We're talking about the little kind of traditions, the little kind of, um, I mean, they might be superstitions or they might just be traditions or they might be just something that gives you that biggest vibe before you get there. It almost extends the holiday. So you're in a kind of Vegasy mood before you've even stepped on the plane. So we started thinking about some of ours and then we wondered like about other people's, but obviously um, we would love to hear after the podcast about other people's because there might be loads that we don't do. But I don't know, Michael, do you want to kickstart on a couple of hours? I was very upset. Um, uh, you know, the last time that we went to Vegas because I wanted to watch um, Louis Theroux um, probably about two months before we went. <laughs> and Lindsay just shot me down at every turn. It was just like, no, it's too early, it's too early, it's too early. But that, for me, is always stop number one. Stop number one. Stop it? number one on the road to Las Vegas <laughs> goes through Louis Theroux. And that's just a fact, right? No, I, I won't even hear of anything else, right? Stop number one, Louis Theroux. Every time. Now we do. We both love the Louis Theroux one, and we must have watched it. God knows, thirty not times or something. But, but that's not. But that's not enough. <laughs> now, can I just put, Michael? He doesn't just want to watch it two months before we go. He wants to watch it every night. <laughs> but I, I, I am prepared to a compromise down to maybe three or four times a week. <laughs> I'm a very reasonable man. Now I love it. And we, there's, there's almost to the point now where we can say what's going to be said next. It's like watching your favourite film on over and over again, and you know when there's a pause, you can say the next line. It's almost a bit like that, but we just, there is something about that documentary. We love the characters, don't we? We love the, yeah. the, the, the people in it, the players. It, it's, it is really, it's just a very well made documentary. Mm. But yeah, Michael does want to watch that a long time. Now, I need to be mentally ready for Vegas to watch it because otherwise I watch it and it makes me sad that I'm not going to Vegas soon enough so whereas Michael wants to put it way ahead I need to be more like oh it's in the next couple of weeks kind of thing that's so I, it's two weeks before I would say is maybe more two to three weeks well you before. see now what everyone will notice here is that that is not a compromise because I want to do it <laughs> two months Right, so the compromise would be, well, let's do it a month before. But you, no, no, you're saying, no, no, it's got to be two weeks. No, so, I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying I prefer it about two weeks. But we have done it a month before, so don't make me out to be a baddie here. We have watched listen, it a month you, before. You said yourself that, you know, you enjoy evil. <laughs> anyway, the other thing that we have previously watched before, but I don't think we did it the last time, but I think that might be the first time we didn't. Um, is usually Last Vegas. Mm. Well, the story with this one is that, um, as we mentioned on a previous episode, our first ever time in Vegas, we booked at the Aria. And the the agents who kind of booked that said, oh, it's, this film was, was like filmed there. 
So we kind of watched it just purely out of total kind of, you know, just to kind of see what what it was going to be like. To, essentially in lieu of a vlog, which we didn't actually watch it. Now we just go online and find some kind of vlog. Um, we didn't really know of those things back then. Um, so we, we, we kind of watched it to see what we were actually actually getting and we had no idea of what vegas was at that point um really did we um no but we i mean like i say we we actually used it as a kind of vlog didn't we mm. that's how we used it as a let's find out what the aria looks like and what it feels like and how big it is and all mm. that and we we just really really love the film and um it does tend to be a little bit of a tradition now but it's not as as big a tradition as louis theroux it's just if we if we've got time, we'll try mm. and squeeze it in, won't we? Yeah, I mean, how how long is it until we go to Vegas in June? Um, let's get my, two and a an, half months or something. Yeah, that's another. Um, it's eighty eight days. Ah, uh, well, you see, I see. For me, this is prime Louis watching. <laughs> is it? I, yes. <laughs> if I, I think we after we finish recording this, we should, you know. <laughs> Watch Louis gambling in Las Vegas. Well, this is this leads us on to another thing. So there's one thing about what do you watch beforehand. So obviously there's that's one documentary, one film we've mentioned, but there's also vlogs. So is there anything we have people saying to us before they're going to Vegas that they've re, they rewatch our vlogs going back? Now we tend to, we will watch our own vlogs definitely because I sometimes I like to. Well, that's reminisce. the whole point of them. That's the entire point of why we actually yeah. make them. You know. So we, we we will watch them, but we tend not to, we won't necessarily watch the full lot, will we? We'll kind of pick and choose and um yeah. we, and whatever else. We basically fast forward all the bits in which I'm talking. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> and hey, if we did, it wouldn't be me doing that. By the way, just to make that clear, it's Michael who would do that. But we we actually. Um, we do sometimes have a proper giggle, don't we? <laughs> Some of the vlogs. But other ones, we have gone back and we've watched like Matt's vlogs, a season of Matt's vlogs or something like that, have me to put us in the mm. mood. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I do think vlogs are a good one for that. What we what we love to do is if there's somebody like, so we've just mentioned there, um, Hampers and Hangovers and Steve Gaylord going out, and obviously Simon's going out there, mm. probably on the flight right now. Um so we like to watch them, people who are currently there on the way in, so you can see if there's any new games and things like that as well. So that's always yeah. a tradition. That That's kind of a nightly yeah. thing. Every night we'd watch a vlog going up to yeah. it. I am looking other... forward to um, to both Simon's vlogs and uh, hangovers and like campaigns too, and of course Steve Gale. I'm looking forward to watching all of them. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, another tradition is um, something you've just, well, it's kind of a tradition, something you've just mentioned there when you asked me how many days it is to be going June, because immediately I got up my phone app and I went into my day count. So literally, it's like after we've booked a trip to Vegas, the first thing I do is enter it under my day count on my phone. So, and it's it's like a little thing that every morning I wake up, check my phone, and I always just have a little sneaky look on day account so I can kind of see how many days left till Vegas. Yeah, but the thing is, though, you mentioned to me probably about six times every day how many days it is until Vegas. Um, so you know exactly how many days it is. I know, but there's the satisfaction of watching it count down. I can, but I could just say to you, oh, yeah, it's going to be like 88 days, but I, then I know tomorrow I can look again, and it just feels like it's, you're getting... It's like ticking the day off a calendar, isn't it? Is it really 88 days? Yep. Yeah, Why are so, we uh, even bothering? Why are we even bothering? 
So the other thing about that is it, it kind of comes with prep. Now, we've done this both ways. So do you do a schedule? So uh, are you somebody who will go and do research beforehand, looking at any new kind of opening restaurants, shops, bars? Do you then plan it around? Do you have your list of these are what I really want to do, I really want to see, and then you literally do like a spreadsheet and it's all planned? <laughs> or you were proper like fly by the city of your pants type of person who just goes and just does what they feel like any day of the week? Uh, well, I mean, as you know, I, I have been known to plan it all out and make little uh, spreadsheets and and all of this, but I I hate myself for it. <laughs> I really do. Now, I, now, I hate myself for it. Generally in life, I'm the planner. I'm the one who has loads of spreadsheets. You should see my finance spreadsheet. It's it's immense. But when it comes to um, Vegas, Michael is definitely the planner. He's mm. the one. And the spreadsheet is, you know, a sight to behold. It's colour coordinated and everything. It's all split into time blocks. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> it sounds it sounds so much better than it actually is. If people could see it, honestly, <laughs> yeah, I, I, but my shame would just never end. But if I say something like, if he's like, "Oh, well, we'll we put this such," and I'll say, "Well, yeah, we can put that in," but you know, on the day if we don't feel like it, oh, the daggers, <laughs> the daggers <laughs> that come my way, the looks that come my way, as if like what he actually calls me as a hippie. <laughs> yes, this is how hippies live, right? Hippies live with all this, oh, it doesn't matter what we do and when, and we can change this plan and we can change that plan. And, you know, it's this is, this is very hippie mindset. And, you know, it's no way to live. I know, but sometimes you want a bit of flexibility, don't you? I mean, mm-hmm. to be fair, we have done it before where we've we, we've done both. We've done one where we've planned everything and we've gone there and we've we've stuck to the plan. We've done one where we've planned everything, gone there, and the plan's just gone yes. up in the air. Listen, let's be completely honest with us with ourselves here. One hangover and the plan goes to shit anyway. <laughs> And hangovers happen quite often in Vegas. So once you hit that first hangover, all plans are just basically torn up anyway. Yeah, but then I don't get the daggers, so that's all right. That that I just so I have to sometimes I have to just go with the flow on the spreadsheet and agree, knowing that if I just get them a give them a bit of rum and get them a bit (laughs) drunk while we're there, then I can I can then play with the schedule. Listen, we we know that Rum Michael is retired. Uh -uh. Rum Michael's gone. No, never. Yes, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming you know most people have, have probably seen Run Michael on the vlogs. So it's actually one of our our first ones, isn't it? Oh and my goodness, that was. I, and we have agreed. Um, I think as a as a, a community, uh, you know, as a nation, I like to think that nobody needs to see any more of that. No, we do. Ron Michael was that was that was just one of the funniest nights in Vegas because yeah. he just made no sense, just no sense whatsoever, and I couldn't get any. But I was I was managing to vlog him, but try to com- converse yeah. with him at the same time, and couldn't was getting no sense from it. And then I just kept bursting into hysterics because of the craziness that he was coming out. No, with. no, but, you, you were getting perfect sense. You you just were incapable of understanding it. No, because it was perfect sense. Everybody agreed, that and that meant... was sorry, that was when Michael decided he was just going to give people names, just the names that he thought they should have, rather than the names that they do have. 
Yeah, but that man was a Sean, and we all know it. <laughs> like that man, he, he might have, he might think he was a John. He might have been brought up thinking that he was a John. But I feel like I liberated him from that nonsense because that man, one hundred percent, was a Sean. <laughs> you know what's scary is that you haven't had any rum. Like for ages, oh, no. and you're still adamant that that man name that man should be Sean. I I, I completely stand by it. <laughs> that, there was all that was also the night when you accused me of stealing your drink. When no, you did steal my drink. If anybody's seen the vlog, right? That vlog. So I had a drink left. So Michael was polishing every drink going right. I mean, to be fair, it was his fortieth birthday, so he has every right. But um, I that's went not the, what you said at the time. I went to the no, no, you had every right to polish your own drinks, is what I'm saying, not mine. But I went to the toilet, and as I went to the toilet, I left him my drink. Now, he was drinking rum and cokes, so his drinks were all coke coloured. I was drinking um, lemonade, like vodka and lemonade or something, so mine were all like see through, like white coloured. So I went to the toilet, and I left him with half a full drink, and I said to him, Do not drink that. Do not drink that. That's my drink. Do not drink it. So then I went off and he was going, I'm not going to drink it. I'm not going to drink it. And then I, was, I started walking in the toilet. I turned around and he was started drinking it. He was, he was, and I was saying, well, Michael, no, it's my drink. <laughs> so then I took a few more steps to the toilet, came out, looked back, drinking it again. I thought, oh, great. So then I came out the toilet and he's walking around with my empty cup, like just completely empty. And I said to him, you've drank my drink. And he was adamant he hadn't. He was adamant. He was just walking around with his empty drinks. In. And I said, Michael, if you hadn't drank it, why are you walking around with an empty cup? And he was saying it was all my fault. <laughs> Listen, we, I guess that we'll never know what, what truly happened that night. No, no we do, because I saw no, you with my own there eyes. Were no credible witnesses. You know, we've got no footage. <laughs> Excuse <We> me. <laughs> I'm credible. <laughs> Listen, there were no credible witnesses. Credible? <laughs> there were no credible witnesses. Honestly, and, people, he does and, this all the time. And you know, we've got no footage of it, and you know, it's just it's just lost to the mists of time. Actually, you're saying we've got no footage of it. The end of the vlog is you talking to the camera yourself, carrying Spec- a drink, speculating, saying, <laughs> uh, saying something about, I haven't, I haven't drank Lindsay's drink. I haven't drank Lindsay's drink, and then you. I might have drank Lindsay's drink. Is you see, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, but that's that. That just shows my capacity for reason at that time because oh, really? you know I, I am I am I am a kind of a, a kind of a large enough man to speculate. Really, and to but open that, was my also, mind. that was also the night that the panda took advantage of you. Oh, that was the panda. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to what we were talking about. Yeah, one hangover in the schedules. Plans go. What yeah. I suppose what we're really asking is almost. Are we asking how, something still? Yeah. Okay. How yeah. early is too early to get ready for Vegas? Now we're kind of thinking, are we the exception here? Because I think it sounds almost like Vegas kind of consumes us. Like <laughs> in the lead up to Vegas, it almost takes over our life. We're already talking about what we're going to watch, what we're going to do. We've got plans. We've got all of this. And it's almost like, um, you know, do other people get this consumed? Like, does it, is it, does it become part of the holiday almost in the lead up to it? Mm. Or do other people just kind of, you know, book their flights and show up? But they, maybe they, you know, they, I mean, I'm not meaning that obviously they pack and they get that kind of stuff. But did, does it kind of take over a lot? Do they do the build up? And that's what I'm interested. I feel in. I feel like this has become a kind of a Lindsay led journey of self 
exploration. Do you think? Um, in terms of, I think you're trying to figure out just how nuts you are. <laughs> and, and that's a podcast that I'm up for. I think that we could, I think we could delve deep into that and you know come up with something quite conclusive. I'll tell you what else we do, though, and can I just tell you that you are adamant this happens. This isn't a me thing. So if we talk about craziness, this is you. Michael is adamant that, you know, fair enough, you might look at what restaurants you're going to book when you're in Vegas. You might look at what's open and you might even book restaurants so that you've got meals ready for when you go. But Michael insists we have a a Vegas Eve meal as well. Mm. So we always go out the night before we go to Vegas, right? So we do a a pre-Vegas meal. Never mind all the food we're going to eat while we're in Vegas. But also, we will generally have a pre-planning Vegas meal <laughs> as well. So, like, you know, a couple of months before we go, we'll have it. Let's go out tonight and let's plan what we're going to do mm. in Vegas. So, I mean, this it's ridiculous. It's when you, when you think about it, it's pretty ridiculous. Is it, though? I, mean, I don't know. It, see, I don't think it is. See, but I've only got your craziness to go off, and you've only got my craziness to go off. So I don't so, know. It'd be, I'd be really interested to hear. Let's, people... let's face it: if we're if we're saying that we're both as crazy as each other, I've come up far. I've come off far worse out of that than you have. Because if because I'm not crazy, right? But if you're saying so, if you're saying that you're as mental as me, then you know that speaks well of you. But you know, I'm not as crazy as you. Can anybody else work them out? No, I don't think I don't think <laughs> but, people c- can work it out. Possibly, crazy. Uh, um, I, I I honestly don't see anything wrong with the either the pre-Vegas meal or the or the or the pre-pre-planning Vegas meal. <laughs> and then the Louis a month or two months ahead. Two months ahead. That's, then the uh, then the last Vegas. Then the vlogs. I mean, I, I, I've got to say that you know, this conversation has probably made me re-evaluate the whole Louis thing. Yeah, and you're going to say it earlier, aren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, maybe, maybe two months isn't isn't the time to do it. I'm thinking probably we adjust that to around eighty eight days. <laughs> do you think? Yeah, I think that's the the proper little sweet spot. <laughs> so because, I know no, because eighty eight is a lucky number in Vegas. Oh yes, well I suppose you are right, but oh. by that time it's not is eight 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 not a lucky number. Well, yeah, but we don't book Vegas eight hundred eighty eight days in advance. <laughs> we would if we could. We would if we could, and if we in, <laughs> if we indeed did, I would want to watch Louis. So maybe maybe and by that token, is Louis through an eight hundred eighty eight and an eighty eight <laughs> and then an eight days before? No, he's kind of an eighty eight, eighty seven. 84, <laughs> 81, maybe a 78. You know, that that's the kind of, yeah. You know what? Louis Theroux, would, I think, would be would be Michael's dream guest on this podcast. Oh, without a doubt. I've asked him. Well, I've asked his agent. <laughs> He's ignored me. And, and frankly, I, I, I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're... Um... What what was your what was your words that you were gonna you were gonna do to him to get him to to agree? I was gonna, uh, like Andy Dufresne him. Yeah, like short... in the kind of Shawshank, that he had to write two letters every single week um, <laughs> to base it until people um, until they gave him the books to build a, a like library just to shut him up. So I'm probably gonna have to Andy Dufresne Louis to get him on here, but you know. 
let's see if it works. Okay, so I'm just going to put out on behalf of Biggers, maybe apologies to Louis Theroux and Louis Theroux's agent. Who are gonna... <laughs> it, it, is, it is going to be borderline harassment. Okay. But it's an important borderline, though. It's important that people know that I'm not involved in this plan as well. <laughs> there you go. That's my um, get-out clause. Yeah, right because there. apparently this tape is going to be played in court, it sounds like, <laughs> to prove Lindsay's innocence and send me down. Yeah. I do, and I have said this before, but I do. I just love the bit. It's so simple on that documentary when Louis Theroux is in the lift going up and down and he's saying, are you winning? Are you winning? And that's all he's asking people. And I just love the reactions. And I would just, <laughs> I would just love to do that as part of some kind of vlog or social media stuff. I do hope one day we can do that without getting arrested <laughs> by harassing people in lifts in um, <laughs> in Vegas. But yeah, that would be great. So, are you saying that you're not going to be coming with me on the kind of pre-Vegas meal this time? By the way, oh no, I'll I'll be there. Well, how are you going to plan Vegas without, you know, your, your, your kind of partner in crime there? Um, uh, I'll, I'll muddle through. Really? Yeah, I'll muddle through. No, I'm definitely going, but it's mm. just it's just like I say, you wonder about, do people plan more than, I mean, is there a way of planning more than us? I don't think that we, I think you're making us sound a little bit more obsessive than we actually are. Do you? Yeah, I think so. I mean... <laughs> I don't know how, I'm just trying to spin it. I'm just trying to think of a way that makes us sound a little bit less crazy. Because I don't believe that we are crazy. Maybe other people watch Louis through like five times a day leading up to Vegas. I'd like to think they do. <laughs> maybe, maybe people watch like every single Las Vegas film, like, you know, ten times before mm. they go. Maybe so, people have a, a meal every night on the lead up to Vegas. Maybe people are a bit more... What's your other favourite Vegas films other than Las Vegas? Um, I actually don't think there's that many really good ones. I mean, obviously, there's Ocean's, the Ocean's Eleven one. Mm. Um, is it 11 and 12 that are there or 11 and 13? I can't remember. Something like that, yeah. Um, I do like that. I do think that gives a proper Vegas feel. Um, there was that... Um, oh, what's the other one with... Um, was it 21 or something like that? Mm-hmm. I think that was quite good. I enjoyed that. Mm. There's the silly one, the um, ah, oh, what they call the Chevy Chase ones. The National Lampoon. Yes. Vegas Vacation. That's, that's, it, that's it keeps, a classic. It yeah. keeps winning the cars. The sun keeps winning the cars mm. at the um at the casinos. Yeah. yeah, I do like them, but the I, Hangover. Of course, of course, yeah. I love the Hangover. Um, but yeah, I think the go-to's always seem to be Las Vegas and Louis, mm. don't they? The, they? They're the kind of must-watchers. Mm. But I'm sure, I'm sure there's others that um, that other people watch and love. Anyway, what we'd love to do is for people to let us know if, if in terms of, I suppose, as a comparison, do are we a bit more crazy than other people, or do we get a bit Lindsay, more? Lindsay, I can answer that question <laughs> for you if, if you'd like. You know, allow me to be the first person to answer that for you. Yes. You are more crazy than everybody else. I just mean in terms of the Vegas prep. Do we kind of do <laughs> oh. we take it too far, or do other people do the same as well as us? I'm just interested <laughs> in that. Uh, or there might be extra traditions that other people have that we don't that we should add in. There should there might be new traditions we should add. Well, it's interesting, you know, because I think that you know, I mean, I wonder if it go if it rescinds over time, um, because I mean, we we went. 
to Vegas once, then a couple of years later, we went back. Three years later, actually. Um, and then we've kind of done that thing where we said, oh, wouldn't it be nice if we could go just like every year instead of, you know, every three years. So then we'll start to actually do that. And then it was, wouldn't it be nice if we can squeeze in two trips a year? And we'll start to do that now instead. And we're already thinking, could we get away with three? So I'm thinking maybe for the people who go, you know, especially those based in the kind of US and, and stuff who, who who go to Vegas, you know, multiple times a year. I'm assuming that for them, it's it's all kind of just fallen away, and there's no kind. Of, is is there still that pre Vegas excitement when you you're going that often? Mm, do we think it's a good point? Maybe maybe if we were going, you know, if we were more local and going more frequently, there probably wouldn't be time in between mm. to do a kind of big pre Vegas routine. I mean, I I actually have a plan. I, I mean, I'm a bit of a like. Uh, a scientist, as you know, I think we can test this. Really? Yes, and I think that we owe it to ourselves <laughs> and to science in general to actually carry out this test. So you're saying we should go to Vegas once a month for a year, purely for scientific reasons? I think it's the only way. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. right. So how do we do? Do are we setting up a crowdfunding page, or you know, <laughs> <laughs> how are we actually making this happen? Let's let's discuss we, that at a later date. Why don't we? Why don't we? If it's for scientific reasons, you know, maybe we apply for like some kind of grant funding. That's actually not a bad idea. Maybe there's some science grants out there that we, <laughs> we can get. <laughs> I'd like to write that bid. I'd like to write that that, that bid for the grant funding. <laughs> so the, the the hypothesis is: Do you get bored of going to Vegas if you go every month? Yeah, is it possible to get bored of going to Vegas? Is what's the point? at which you would stop getting excited. I'm up for that experiment. Mm. I, I think we just be... need the funding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe maybe we do start up some kind of Kickstarter page. <laughs> or... <laughs> you know, purely in the interest of science. That, that would be all it would be, mm. of course. There wouldn't absolutely. be any enjoyment or anything. Oh, well. No. well, science isn't there to be enjoyed, is it? Well, exactly. <laughs> Uh, nice try, Michael. I'm not, sure got, I'm not sure we got away with that one, but you know. To, nice to be honest, I couldn't afford all of the pre-Vegas meals. Meals out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that would bankrupt me before I even got there, even uh, with the uh, Kickstarter funding. So, I know. <laughs> anyway, let us know. Let us know your kind of pre-Vegas routines, or um, if you if if yours are how they compare with ours. Put it that way. Mm. Anyway, do we want to go back to try and get this sound? And I want it like four times in a row, back yeah. to back. Demands, demands, demands. Okay, but that means that you're going to have to shut up for four for four seconds. Are you capable? Charming. Yes. Uh, you know when you kind of go like, like blind with it because you've heard it too much now, like in a row. Well, that's so, that's 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 my fault. <laughs> no, <I> mean, <laughs> well, what I was going to say, <laughs> bearing in mind it's a sound, is you know blindness would actually enhance. No, but you know what I mean. When you kind of when you hear it too much, then it kind of you, you don't get that initial kind of oh yeah. Now because mm. I'm a bit unsure, I'm going to stick with my original 
um, thing, which was Regal Riches, um, when when the wilds come out. That's what I'm going to mm. say. Well, I can tell you that your streak is over. Oh, man. Uh, I can tell you that you're wrong, but I, I'm seeing that as a positive, you know, because at least you're wrong at something worth doing as opposed to being right at something which was, you know, uh, something that a kind of ch- like a child could do. All right. So well, how I, wrong I, am I? What is it? It is tiki tiki fire. Oh. It's when you get the bonus and the volcanoes are up. That's how you can hear them going off one by one. Well, can it's... you have you got a longer clip? No. <sighs> so you hear the three yeah, volcanoes and erupting. Yeah. That's there need to be at least a couple of seconds. Well. I don't see why. I'm campaigning. I'm campaigning oh. for this to be at least a couple of seconds. You've still not thanked me. <laughs> what exactly am I supposed to thank you for? For helping to restore your pride. <sighs> you know what? Can so, anybody else put up with this? So anyway, the streak is over, but it wasn't really worth a damn anyway. Yes, and, it was. <laughs> um, right. And normality is resumed. The reassuring normality of... Lindsay getting stuff wrong. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Remember those daggers that you fired me? Mm. They'll be coming back, right back at you. (laughs) Will they? Okay, let's go to a couple of questions. Uh, We left it really late to ask for questions, to be honest, this time. Um, But thank you to people who did um, put some forward. So, DJ Jenny and me, she asked us a question last week. She's asked us another one this week. But it's very specific. So I'm going to read the question out, but I'm also going to tell you that we we have deferred the answer to our resident expert. But anyway, yeah. the question is, if you were playing a top dollar slot, guess who the resident expert is, by the <laughs> way? Um, One dollar denom, three dollar spins. At what bonus dollar value would you take the offer? i.e. anything over $35, $50, etc. Mm. So um, as you can imagine, we um, we very rarely play a top dollar. Um, and so and we have a resident expert on the team um, mm. who obviously is a top dollar expert. So do you want to take this, Michael? Yeah, we asked Matt Bridger. Of course. Um, and he gave us this the answer of always 45 or above. I've followed this rule for 25 years. So, no matter what you're playing, basically he's saying 45 mm. is is the cutoff. Mm. Um, like I said... And, uh, yeah, who are we to argue with Matt on this, you know? Exactly. I think we've played Top Dollar twice, maybe? Three times? Uh, I've played it in Cosmo a few times. Um, but, you know, enough for you to to realise that you weren't a fan. Yeah, I was going to say only if you insisted. But um, anyway, so another question we got was from Dwarf Shortage. Um, Nice name. Um, So he's flying over in June from Dublin, um, but he doesn't land in Vegas until around 10pm, only there five nights. What do you guys do on the first evening you are there? That's not a full day when you've been awake for what feels like six weeks. <laughs> so this is one of the things that I think comes up all the time on um, certainly UK and Ireland vloggers. We, It's just you can't help but talk about it. And I know it's kind of repetitive. And I know everybody who's watching must think, oh, I know. We, we know that feeling. But you cannot help the, the jet lag and the time that it takes to get there. The first night... 
you, you when you get you arrive and you cannot go straight to sleep you just can't you kind mm. of you, you're full of adrenaline from being in vegas and yet your body is completely on the just wrong timeline completely and so you kind of you have this inner battle between what you want to do and what your body's telling you to do and what your mind is even capable of doing at that <laughs> point it's a it's a real kind of um juxtaposition isn't it you're kind of between your body and your mind and everything like that um so you'll always hear vloggers saying we've been up 26 hours we've been up 24 hours at this point we've been up whatever um because you are you just can't you get there and you just cannot switch off Mm. um so we tend to try and make a night of it even no matter how late we arrive because what we don't want to do is especially if you're only there five nights um you do not want to waste that first night. You mm. you need to make the most of that first night. Otherwise, it's kind of like a write-off. Um, what do you think, Michael? Yeah, I mean, we've we've obviously um, arrived in like Vegas. I'm, I'm just trying to think of the trips when we have. And um, Cosmo, I think that when we arrive there, we, we tend to use the... Uh, a balcony and just kind of soak it all in a little bit first because you can get a little bit of rest, a, bit, a little bit of fresh air, and you can enjoy Vegas without being consumed by it. So you can kind of rest up there. Um, I remember the next trip we went to, it was Mirage, and um, we, I think that we, we, we had a little refresh in the room, then we came down, got something to eat, had a small gamble then went out on the strip but didn't go too far. Um, so I think it's uh, generally, it's like you say, you, you feel like you can't afford to waste a night in Vegas because to be honest, half the time you would just be kind of lying there not being able to kind of sleep anyway, you know? Um, so yeah, but I think you've got to do something, whether it's just have a little gamble, have a little walk, just even if it's just w- wandering up to see the, like fountains, you know. I was going to say we've done that before, where we've arrived and it's been about ten o'clock, ten, uh, <clears throat> ten and a half, ten. <clears throat> we've got to the room, dumped the bags, and then we have literally said, "Let's go straight out," because it's mm. I don't trust myself if I lie on the bed. It's like okay, I, my body might just take over here, so it's been like right, let's go straight out. Mm. But we've done it before, where I think one of the times when we went to the Cosmo, we walked up to the fountains kind of took the fountain show in and you know just the atmosphere whatever else we kind of walked up to caesars we walked over the bridge over to um uh, bally's and the kind of grand bazaar shops and then we walked down that whole other side didn't we and then we went into cosmo mm. and we gambled on about five or six machines um and that was the actually that was the night that we hit the $500 or something on Silk Road. Um, and then we just, we went, we ended up, we felt, I think we were out like two hours, two and a half hours or something, but it just felt like we'd at least made mm. something. We'd been on the strip, we'd, we'd seen the fountain show, we'd done a bit of gambling, um, and then we kind of tried to get a better, a reasonable time yeah. so that we were back in that um, cycle. But I mean, it, it still doesn't work. You know, you end up maybe sleeping for four hours and then you're, if you're lucky, and then you're wide awake in the middle of the night and <laughs> it's just... It's five days is is a killer because mm. you, you're barely going to be out of the out of the kind of jet laggy phase before you're back getting back on the flight. But yeah. you've just got to make the most of it. You have really, and, and I would just say sleep when you can and experience as much mm. as you can while you can, kind of thing. For, yeah, for me, time. I'd say just do something. Right? I mean, I know that it's you know you can just look at it and think 
I can get some sleep here. I, I should go to bed. But just try and do something, something vagacy. I mean, the other thing to bear in mind is that if you do feel like you have to sleep, then just sleep because obviously Vegas isn't going to, you know, it's not like there's a kind of a closing time in Vegas, yeah. you know. Even if you just have like a four-hour sleep, then, you know, Vegas will still be there for you. And you can still go off and do all of these things. Oh, I mean, there's so, plenty of times that we've wandered around, like, in the middle of the night casinos. Like, hmm. I remember walking around Venetian at, like, four or five in the morning. Just So it is and... possible to overthink it, I, I guess, is what I'm I'm also saying, you know. And, you know, that you, you can't just do whatever you need to do. But for me personally, I'll, I'll always try to do something Vegasy, even if it's just play a slot, you know, yeah. and, see, and see what happens. I'll always try and take in two different places as well. I think, I think that... Um, Mirage time to talk about. I think we went over to Harrah's too, and we did, had yeah. A play over there, and just like say, just try and absorb Vegas a little bit. I would always get out on the strip as well. I wouldn't just yeah. stay inside. I'd always just get out so you get that kind of feel yeah. outside. That's what I would do. Because the, the Mirage time, we went and stood and watched the volcano show, and then we went over to Harrah's, and then we came yeah. back to Mirage. Because um, the last time that we went, we started off like downtown. Yeah, we um, did, and that again, we just treated that exactly the, the kind of same we had a little play in our own hotel and then we kind of went out and just had a kind of a short walk and went somewhere else and we went to binions i think didn't we and mm. then came back yeah um okay so last question um is oh it's always names i can never pronounce wuta rietveld um best drink service in which casino and your favorite cocktail <laughs> well this is a, a Lindsay one obviously <laughs> really you love yeah. cocktails too but this is a Lindsay one this is a Lindsay one um best drink service in which casino now i've never struggled for a drink in cosmo mm. ever um i've struggled for a drink in park i'm just trying to think of struggled <laughs> for a drink in um aria massively i've yeah. really struggled for drinks in aria um flamingo we've struggled before and harris mm. But um, I would say the one where I know I'm going to get the drink service is always Cosmo. Mm. I don't know about you. Um, for me, I think that um, Cosmo, I'm, I'm not sure how, because we were kind of are only ever there together. Um, but I would say I've always found it quite hit and miss there. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm taking all his drinks. <laughs> you are. I don't know. Maybe he goes um, to the toilet and I'm down in his drinks. See, it's punishment for that day when he took my drink. See, um, I think that for me, the two that I think are, are, are the most consistent are New York, New York, and Mandalay Bay. I think yeah. Mandalay, especially, I would I would say for for such a big a game and floor. I can't remember ever struggling for her. I well, think. I can't, but I have heard other people say they've struggled. Um, mm. But you're right with New York, New York, there's usually, because they're quite tightly packed in, mm. so you can usually see one of the cocktail waitresses around. Yeah. Uh, and what about favourite cocktail? Well, I was going to say, because uh, it was New York, New York, where the waitress, we asked her for Blue and Strong. If yeah, we but call. we only asked her for Blue and Strong because mm. the, if the first cocktail waitress came over and you couldn't decide what you wanted, so you no, said no, no. Her, you said, surprise me. Yeah, but I said, I gave her the Blue and Strong remit. Did you? 
I'm certain that I did. No, yeah. I think you said surprise me, right? And I mm. think she came back with something that was blue and strong. Mm. Was that so then you wanted it again, and then but we didn't know what to ask for because she didn't tell us what it was called. I'm so sure she next... said it was a marijuana or something. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. But mm. the next waitress that came over, then we then said, "Oh, that was it," because we said, "Can we have a marijuana?" And she was mm. like, "What? I don't. I can't yeah. give you a marijuana." We were like, "No, no, no. There's a drink." And then she didn't work out what, and we said, look, it was blue and strong. Mm. And then after that, we started just saying, can we have something blue yeah, and strong? Because she but... brought me something that was considerably stronger than it was blue. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. it was it was the bluest thing that I've ever seen. So that it tells you how strong it was. We needed to stir it, though, didn't we? Once we stirred it, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. But um, I would say my favourite cocktails, um, my go-to cocktail is actually pina colada. I love a pina In colada. In Paris, especially. The Paris yeah, ones are spectacular. They are, but actually the Cosmo one's nice as well. Um, mm. And Harrah's Pina Colada, they, they've yeah. been nice. Um, they're very, very nice. Um, but they can get a little bit too much if you drink nothing but them all night. So, I, I mean, obviously I love a lemon drop martini. Um, <laughs> but I would say they're my favourite too. Um, I mean, I, I, remember, I, I remember the a chocolate martini at Cosmo was good too. Yeah, but again, you have one and then you think, mm, I'm not sure if I can have another mm. one of them. The raspberry lemon drops are nice too. Um, but I, I'm not really one who likes, like, I don't like Mai Tais. Um, I don't like um, Mojitos. I don't like Cosmopolitans. I'm a bit fussy with them, with cocktails. So, yeah, it's. <laughs> I think it's probably Pina Colada for me. Mm. But anyway... Thank you for the questions. Um, like I say, we, we left it quite late to get them in this week, but um, do appreciate people interacting and giving us feedback and, and getting involved as well. Yeah. So if we have nothing else, do we think this is um, the end of well, this Well, you, you say nothing else. I don't feel like I've had anything of value to kind of like add throughout any of it so well um, to be fair michael that's no different to most of my days really you know i mean <laughs> it is true i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna argue with it you know <laughs> you but, know what he's tired tonight and you can tell because he doesn't have that much well i'm saying he's not that much fighting and when he's tired he's giving me nothing but hell all podcasts but never mind he's um i can still sense a weakening in him so you know that's usually when i bite and take advantage of it uh, you see again with which is the hallmark <laughs> of someone truly evil who can sense the, when someone's feeling weak and they have the kind of relish to pounce at that mm. moment. Uh, because as we found out like last week, Lindsay is someone who will routinely hit actors in the face. No, there was no routine about it. <laughs> anyway, right. Thank you so much for listening. Um, so I don't know what the plan is next week. I'm not sure about guests and things, but we will let you know. And We, we um, have no guests planned at the moment. Do we not? No. Okay. Well, that's, that's me told, isn't it? Mm. Um, so, yeah. So thanks again for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>